0: 15. Welcome to another episode of Musings on Madison here on the Second City Hockey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dave Melton, the site manager for Second City Hockey. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DMelt57 until, once again, that account is shut down by the Twitter IP tracking overlords. Um, I've got all my usual line mates with me this evening for, uh, well, I think I made an offhand comment on Tuesday night like, we were going to record Tuesday night, and I said, you know what? Let's let's kick it back to Thursday in case anything interesting happens during the town hall. And boy, was that uh, – well, not fortuitous, but uh, you, you know why we're here. So let's bring everybody in. Up first, the analytics darling of Second City Hockey. You can find on Twitter, at Shepard Price. It is Shepard Price. Hi. So uh,
1: real fast, just to get like a, like a real good roast joke off, uh, the guy who wrote uh, – Looking like a fool with your pants on the ground, clearly never saw Rocky Wirtz and the fact that he has his pants all the way up past his belly button.
0: <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am going to roast the owner because the owner deserves
0: it. I, I have nothing to add to that. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna nod my head and chuckle to myself <laughs> and, and and move along to bring in the next person on the panel. Who's uh, who's uh, I'm I'm, I'm uh, I want to apologize to him in advance because I, I know how much his heart was broken that he was unable to participate in an event at Wintrust Arena last night. But he is the second city hockey. What Tim Casher was the cursive. And he is on Twitter at mil 182. It is mil Savage.
2: Hey, yeah, I still haven't brought myself to watch it yet. So sorry. <laughs>
0: It, um, I. I was fortunate enough to have a friend who worked during the day, so his car was already dug out. And so I shoveled a path to get myself to his car and we were able to make it in about an hour and a half from our location. And that's usually like a... Th- 40 minute drives. And then going back home, the Bishop Ford was an ice rink and there were like 12 cars in the ditch. I don't think we went over 30. It was a very long night, but it was, uh, it was pretty good. So uh, and I know you've been to several before, but um, you know, apologies in advance and we could have had beers together in person. So.
2: Yeah. I appreciate it. We'll do it the next show. Um, my car currently is like 11 feet tall with all the snow on top of it. Oh, Still. I just so. Yeah, I'll I just,
0: you. I just finished shoveling a driveway and I'm going to be sore for the next month. Um so snow seems like a really fun thing when you're a kid and you just get to go sledding in it, but being an adult, it uh not as much fun, especially especially when you get a foot of it all at once. So uh yeah,
1: especially when you have to shovel and don't live in a downtown high rise.
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, so suddenly I would much like to be back in an apartment renting for the next week. Um whatever. I guess I guess uh live and learn. Uh, also, with this, this evening, she's not on Twitter, but you can find her at secondcityhockey.com under the name LBR. It is Second City Hockey's bull and wall of text. And as we learned last week, hater of children, it is Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: hate children. I just don't want to deal with them until they're not like damp all the time. Like,
1: <laughs> so like age seven.
3: Like, Whenever you, like, reach out for their hand, there's, like, a 90% chance it's going to be wet or sticky. I don't
1: <laughs> really... Okay, like, five. five. Yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, like, once they learn how to use napkins regularly, and also you don't have to go to the bathroom with them necessarily, like, I...
1: kindergartners. yeah.
3: I don't... <laughs> I'm not, I have a five-year-old niece who I adore, um, but my sister very wisely was like you don't have to interact with her when she's younger than <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the pandemic helps you know <laughs> keep her away but um we zoomed and it was great because uh I'm really good I love animated movies and obviously Disney's you know yes. I every song ever and my niece thought I was the coolest because I could literally sing to every <laughs> song ever <laughs> a Disney movie or whatever it was um I could sing to it. Also all a bunch of little Disney channel movies like zombies and um, descendants. I know all the words to those songs. So she thought I was like magic. And then when we finally like p- the pandemic got close enough, I was like, cool, we can actually like sit on the couch together because I don't think you're going to be damp. <laughs> like, that's just, it always comes back to, I don't want to be sticky or wet. <laughs> Like, I don't know how to
0: explain uh, it. Got to no, it. I, 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 I guess once a child is old enough to like clean for themselves, I guess so. Maybe that's uh, that sounds like four to five range. I don't know. I haven't raised any children. I don't know how this works, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. right. Well, uh, I, I would much rather sit and talk about all these topics than than what we're about to get into. But uh, I guess I guess we'll we'll make our weird transition to uh, Blackhawks. Well, not even Blackhawks hockey. It's, it's like nope. Blackhawks, Blackhawks
1: organization, Moose. Blackhawks
0: front office as the world <laughs> turns. Like, um, I, I, I'm not going to talk much here because I had a, a piece that, uh, went up one live at second city this morning. You can read all my thoughts there. Uh, the, the general summation of that whole thing is, I am just still incredibly dumbfounded and flabbergasted, and I was Googling synonyms for words of this nature because I just cannot believe that that actually happened last night uh, when Rocky Wirts went off on two reporters. The first one of which Mark Lazarus asked a question that wasn't all that difficult to answer. It was actually kind of an easy one, and Uh then Phil Thompson from the Tribune followed up with another question in a similar vein, and Rocky just got more upset. And I, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. So I'm just going to throw it around the panel. We'll start off with Shay first. Just uh, have at it. Danny had an answer ready and was trying but to
1: interrupt his dad. And like like I, to that question. And like, he, it was probably, cause it's Danny was probably going to be like decently smart and like, to actually answer the question yeah like, like if with a like, pr
0: response there were like 20 to 25 minutes where like danny Wirtz and jamie faulkner did most of the talking and everything seemed to be going well and then danny started to talk and like rocky Wirtz gave like the fa- like discouraging father because that is his son but just like the the wag of the finger no no i got this <laughs> and danny just seemed oh boy yeah it's like you could read it uh, on but- his face
1: that's a moment where you need to be like no that uh I got I got I got, Man, I got I you got know
0: this. I've been I've been thinking about that all day of like I I don't know how realistic it is to expect Danny Wirtz to cut off his father after his father cut him off I don't know that seems <sighs> like a tall task
1: I, I I mean it's 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 like it's the it's it's the I don't want to make a I don't want to go on a wealth rant but like, it's got something to do with that. Uh, but just like, God, we we really expected the Apple to far pretty fall far from the tree, didn't we, in terms of Rocky and Dollar Bill?
0: Well, I mean, it, the thing is, it did, though. <laughs> it, it did it. it! It did it! Well, I mean, maybe did it, it. Didn't. I, I think it's, I think
1: too, they're both very, like very clear members of the old boys club, which is the par- yeah. problem with hockey.
0: But yeah, but yeah, I think, I think Bill Wurtz was part of an old er boys club. And so like you needed Rocky Wirtz to bring the Blackhawks up to like 2008, you know, by putting home games on TV and, and actually like spending money to make money, I think was the quote someone attributed to the change in philosophy when he took over and, that was good to a point, and then it kind of like whatever evolution of the organization seemed to kind of stop there, yeah and, and that's why you're why what happened happened last night
1: it's just I think like, this team is i I would be okay with it that them selling, and I'd be okay oh. with them selling to like Jerry Reinsdorf and i'd like oh. I'm not a huge fan of Jerry Reinsdorf right now because he went over the head, but like Tony La knew how to coach 10 years ago. I don't know if Jeremy Colliton knew how to coach 10 years ago. Uh, I don't know if like yeah. Stan Bowman was a good GM 10 years ago. I
0: didn't think Jeremy Colliton's name was going to come up tonight somehow, but <laughs> yeah. always, always, always and forever. Always, yeah. but, hey, uh, uh, hey, uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Olympic head coach, Jeremy Colleton to you, by the way.
1: Oh, good luck to Canada. Um, <laughs> God. Yeah. It's just I, a mess.
0: Yeah, that, that's a good way to put it. Betsy, what about you?
3: I mean, it's just such a disappointing thing because not that I need Rocky to be redeemed in any way because we're, we've are we all pretty much been like, okay, I don't know 100% if I believe the investigation that says he didn't know anything, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to touch it. I'm just going to leave it alone because I'm going to push Rocky like out of sight, out of mind and hope that the people that are in the front, Danny and Jamie are going to do right by the situation and, and, and try to turn the ship around. And we were all happy with that where we as fans want the organization to be redeemed a little bit because we don't want to root for (laughs) such a shitty organization, right? Like the product on ice is already bad. We, we would like to, at some point, not feel like bad about rooting for this team in some way and Rocky just kind of spat in the face of everybody who was like still holding on Mm -hmm. to be like old man yells at cloud and it was so stupid because I mean the one thing he kept saying is we don't want to talk about it we want to move on and it's like all you did was bring more national attention (laughs) you did the exact opposite so like
0: if they were the Blackhawks were like I haven't Listened to a ton of sports talk radio in Chicago, but I saw every show tweet. We're going to talk about this. Mark Lazarus and Phil Thompson were on radio stations in in uh, Chicago, across the country, and into Canada. I mean, I think Rocky Works was the number five trending topic on Twitter yeah. last night in the United States. He like you for, did the like, exact opposite. Hours. Yeah, like you said, Betsy, like, the exact opposite.
3: I. It's just such a, it's just such a sad thing as a fan, because again, you want to be able to root for it without being embarrassed. And that's embarrassing that you can't hold your anger at softball questions over a problem that your organization created because you wanted to move on so quickly. Like, again, irony to use that phrase. We don't want to talk about it. We want to move on. That was your problem in 2010. You're bringing it back around. So it's like double irony. That and you would want to bring attention to it, and you did, and it was. It's from a fan perspective, it's sad. From the Black Ox, it's embarrassing for them. They should be embarrassed. It's just my my full opinion.
2: Mill, what about you? You know, I'd like someone to explain to me how Rocky Warts inherited a team won three cups almost right off the bat. And somehow they looked like a worse organization than they were before that. Right? Like, <laughs> you, you literally have a team that was, I think 04, around on the lockout was named worst franchise in sports.
0: I think it was, I think that was in 2003.
2: I remember yeah, early I remember, 2000s. Yeah.
0: yeah. Somewhere around remember that. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. ESPN and the magazine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm dating myself here. And oh, uh, me too. there's a lot of, controversy from different avenues, uh of course. What well, and and it's serious shit. But also like it's it like kind of Betsy brought this up. It it sucks because I don't have the urge, even if I felt okay about giving them my money, I don't even want to go watch this team in person. No. Cause they suck. <laughs> no. yeah,
0: yeah, like I was I was getting very close to like like around December, I was starting, I was thinking about going, but then they uh, they were on the road, I think, for a week or two, and then like Omicron showed up. I'm like, ma- maybe not bringing Omicron home for Christmas to all my family wouldn't be a great idea. So well, that like, game that
2: you and I talked about got canceled. Yeah, the Flames.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, then the league had postponements for two weeks, and then uh, like I was, I was looking at the the Monday night game against the Canucks or one of the first ones out of the All Star break. I, 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 I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> I think we're, I, I can just watch at home. Like what's, I, what's even the point? Like I, I knew yeah. the team was going to be bad, but just, and like, just, yeah. just just the idea of spending money on tickets to a game right now, even if you buy it off the secondhand market. So the money doesn't really go to
2: the team. Like I don't even care. And I just want to throw this out there. Like, even though they're not fun to watch like the off ice stuff, all he had to say was we have, you know, like every other major company in America, we have an open door policy. And things will be taken seriously and and handled immediately. Like that's yeah. all he had to say. He didn't that's even all have you had to
3: say anything. The question wasn't even to him. It was to <laughs> no. Danny, and Danny had a question.
2: <laughs> but I'm just saying, like to answer yeah. that question, like that that oh. is every job that I've ever had that's been like I by a legitimate company.
3: One hundred percent agree. It was it was such an easy way to respond, even if they didn't have a plan in place, which it sounds like they do because. Danny went up after like apologized to everybody and was like, we'd be willing to sit down and talk about this in detail. But all he had to do was say a cliche thing and everybody would have been like, okay, okay, I guess, you know, it's coming, blah, blah, blah. Cause again, the organization was kind of on the rise a little bit. People were like, we're kind of forgetting it. And he just.
0: <laughs> just reminded you. Yeah. You reminded everyone of your colossal failing as an organization. Yeah. Well,
2: I, I, I'm now thinking that there's a whole shitstorm of 2010 stuff coming their way with these other yeah. lawsuits. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Maybe- another
0: another lawsuit is, I, I can't remember, I'll have to look up the headline, but I can remember if somebody was deciding on whether or not to file a there's lawsuit. Three. Or they
3: They're deciding because it's a Miami student, a former Miami student that was assaulted by Eldridge after in 2012. Okay. Uh, John Doe won. Black ace one, excuse me, like black ace one from all the reports. And then um, Paul Vincent. Paul Vincent okay. is now saying like he said that he was blacklisted from hockey after that, but, and it was led by the Blackhawks.
0: Well, great. So yeah, yep. so it feels like we're right back to October again. Oh, fun. Right? This is a,
1: a, a Jeremy Halton's coach for Cushing again.
3: <laughs> it's just, he's a better
1: PR guy than Rocky. Works. Oh, I know.
3: Even with all this stuff pending, though, if they had just had the right, because they've already done the thing where they've removed the people that supposedly, quote unquote, were the people that were at fault. So all they had to do was say, we're still dealing with the fallout from that. But while we do that, we're looking forward to what we can do to be better. As Mill pointed out, it's really fucking simple.
0: Yeah. I, and the thing, the most baffling part of this for me is if you go back into the and I I looked this up. On Monday, The Athletic wrote an article, Lazarus and Scott Powers wrote it, where they listed off all the questions that they would want to ask at the town hall. Philip Thompson from the Tribune wrote an article that was posted Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. that said, this is the five things we want to know from the town hall meeting. Each of those articles had references to the Kyle Beach situation and how the team is, uh, I, I forget exactly how it was worded, but is how the team is what the team is doing to make sure that never happens again they literally wrote articles that said they were going to ask you there's no way they didn't know this question was coming so how in the fuck was that the reaction from rocky words like is I don't know if the P, like the PR staff can't be that bad they had to know this question was coming they had to everybody on the panel had to know it was going to be there. And and I imagine they had to, like, gauge reaction somehow or have a meeting that decided how they were going to answer when that question came up. So I just I again, I'm, I feel like they I feel like they did. And the answer was that it was going to be Danny who answered that question. And like
1: again, Danny had a prepared statement ready. Yeah, he clearly had something he was done.
2: Yeah, Rocky totally say, turned into he got a, he, interrupted by, he told, uh, by an yeah. angry
1: old man yelling at clouds.
2: He told he turned into junior soprano like for five minutes and just kind of <laughs> lost his mind. And I was like sitting here thinking, uh, like most of my tweets, I was live tweeting the game from the Second City account last night. Most of them were about the town hall. What does that say?
0: Yeah, like the Hawks lost five to nothing, and I don't think anybody cares.
2: I I got a question from somebody, and they're they're like, well, why would they even ask these kind of questions? I'm like, a town hall is an open forum, and what do you think they're gonna ask about you the sheet on ice product?
0: If, if, like you, if you wanted. If they really wanted to play like the softball PR angle, you could just have fans re- ask uh, pre-approved questions. Yeah, it's like but they invited they invited the media, and like right. there there was no question, there was no doubt in anybody's mind, or at least there should not have been, that this was going to come up. And I just cannot believe. I I, I would love. I would. I hope somebody writes a book in ten years about all of this and explains what the hell happened within the organization. And if they if they knew Rocky was going to do that, if they knew he was annoyed by any references to Kyle Beach or if he just completely went off script, totally out of left field.
2: Well, I don't think anybody expected him to react the way he did. He might have wanted to just say, you know, no, no, we're not answering that. But he he lost it.
3: So yeah. I I said this before we got on the air, but like. It's shocking to us as fans because we just don't see that side of Rocky. Really, like even mm-hmm. somebody in the comments mentioned, you know, it's like, oh, it was just really crazy. We've just never seen that, and I was like, look at the like look at the body language of the people that were on stage. There was no shock to them; they all were just embarrassed and they looked uh, away.
0: Man, I, I I get uncomfortable seeing other people be that uncomfortable. Oh no, secondhand embarrassment. Look at, look I had at, at to turn A the Ultra video during that. Oh my god!
3: But like, my point is, is that none of them reacted in shock. Like, I kind of reared back, like, while I was like, oh, my God. You know, like, it was like a fucking sharp cut, whatever those things are. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> How angry you were! cut. Dump scare. Dump cut. Yeah, there you go. Um, but none of the people on stage did, which just makes me feel like maybe that's not abnormal for him, at least on that topic, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want to it. Well, a words is a word. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to, like, sit there and say he's always an angry old man, but you shouldn't have a hair trigger that low and mm. no, it wasn't because of who was asking the question. Like a lot of people were saying that too. And that's not the point. The point is the question was a good one. It was soft and it was easily answerable eh.
0: and. Rocky I mean, Bola. did he even need to be there? Really? No, I No, mean-
3: they should not have even had him. I get the reason they did. And this is the point that I was, I was like annoyed at is they're trying to redeem Rocky alongside the organization. And that shouldn't be the priority. No. And if he just stayed away, again I, he was pretty much clean. I, yeah, I think I
0: didn't think there was any. I, I don't know what every person in the Blackhawks fan base is thinking, but uh, like with the worst family having their separate uh, beverage industry, like it's like the family, like they they own the hockey team, but they're not really too heavily involved with that. Like I always thought it was kind of at an arm's length. Like you know, Rock- Rocky would sit in the at the top of the hundred level when they were good and he hasn't been there since, but um, <laughs> like, they, like, they weren't that heavily involved. So when the whole, like, that's why they brought in John McDonough, like you fixed this mess. And, you know, if we have questions, we're here, but we're going to let you take care of everything. And I don't, th- I think there was a level of, I don't think anybody assumed that Rocky Wirtz had any knowledge of what, of the entire college beach situation until these lawsuits recently resurfaced like I don't think anybody doubted when he's I believe that's what he said and I think the only thing that's made people think twice was what happened last night
3: yeah why get so angry if you had no part in it
2: on the topic of yeah uh, uh, on Lazarus he never asks questions that are quote-unquote like crossing the line even when it comes to hockey related stuff like he doesn't really ever go to places where they, where they won't want to answer the questions. Yeah,
3: none of the Beats do. They're pretty company-line-ish guys. Like they're, they're yeah, like the which, is, which,
2: is, which is why the Kyle Beach story came from Rick Head.
3: Yeah, and, I mean, or, it'd be nice if they could push more, but I understand why they sometimes don't. But even well, even still...
2: And this is nothing against Laz with The Athletic. I'm just saying that's why people like us are doing this stuff, mm-hmm. is because we're going to talk about stuff that they won't ask. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and so I, think- I and and I think – and I also I, – I feel like we have to credit. Like the first person that – organization that reported on the whole thing was uh, WBEZ, which is a, a radio station in Chicago. They were the first ones that had an article about the lawsuit um, when it when it came out. And then that Rick Westhead's reporting just – once he got wind of it, he just took over the whole thing. Um, but, yeah, I don't um, – I'm not even sure what point
1: DZ, I was going to make which now, which now owns the Chicago Sun Times so maybe the Sun Times person will become
2: Yeah, I'm just my only point was just like I, I I understand people might be annoyed at Laz on Twitter but like I don't think he him asking a question had anything to do with the response that no. he was given. No, I you I know?
0: And like uh, he he said on Twitter I think Betsy made the point like it wasn't a difficult, like cutting question. It was, Hey, what, what are you doing to make sure you don't colossally fuck up again? And they said, well, we're, we're doing, we're, Danny was going to say, we're doing, we're, we're, we're doing, we're doing different yeah. things. Like it's, it's
1: man, it's. And Rocky and Rocky said, we're about to col- col- colossally fuck up right now.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just makes the organization look like they're regressing. Yeah. Like, like It does
0: and this, this is, this is the concern. I, I put this at the end of the article and we were talking about this a little bit already, but like, so Rocky Wirtz, when he took over the team after Bill Wirtz passed away, it was like this big breath of fresh air and had, you know, was out smiling, shaking hands. The team was winning. He got games on TV. Everything was great. And now this happens 10 years later. So, and now Danny Wirtz comes along and he's like the knight in shining armor and he's going to, bring the Blackhawks into the next era and, and have more transparency and make sure things like this don't happen again. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know anything about Danny Wirtz. I don't have any inside knowledge of him, but that last name now has a pretty is we're all for two with that last name in terms of uh, just overall relationships with the fans and, and I guess the society around them. And I, I just, I have my reservations now about Danny Wirtz because of his last name and he's in the same family. I mean I know he's younger, he's a different generation but you know, they, the everything that people are saying about Danny Wirtz now is the things they were saying about Rocky Wirtz 10 or 15 years ago. So I don't and know if, how to be optimistic. Go if ahead, you're Betsy.
3: if you're putting out press release cuz they just they put out a press release right before we started recording like an, a revised one cuz they put yeah. out barely their apology last night a couple like 3 or 4 hours after <laughs> Town Hall, and then they put out like a longer one, and Danny's one, and he sits there and says, "You know, he and his dad are united." And it's like, no, no, you're not united if that's the reaction. That's the opinion. You have to distance yourself. And I'm not saying he has to condemn his dad. I'm not, not saying that. I'm saying that what he should say is that, like in the past, Rocky has given him and Jamie full authority, and we will be spearheading to go forward. That way. Rocky's distanced from every effort going forward,
0: mm-hmm.
3: so that that path can be positive. That forward path cannot be positive with Rocky um, tainting it. like that outburst just tainted it because it makes it seem like, oh, actually, you're just taught you're 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 doing lip service, and that's it,
0: and Yeah, gotta- you're, just, you're just trying to cover your own ass. You don't really care about any level of uh, evolution of your team. Yeah. You, know, you just want to make or, sure. Or-
1: Responsibility, ahead, for, responsibility for fault or consequences or owning or just, up the mistakes just, and just changing
0: no, just no accountability and i feel like yeah know, there was a i i was trying to find this number and i the most recent thing i could find is that the family was valued at 4.4 $4 billion dollars in 2015 and in in this country when you have that kind of money you, accountability usually doesn't
2: no it doesn't exist ever. you can just you, buy,
0: you can buy your accountability
2: you know what's funny is they they signed all these guys and traded and blah 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 and thought, oh we're gonna cover this shit up by getting good again. And they lost like nine in a row to start the year. Like you know <laughs> what? Well deserved. I
0: like I I have, I've never right? been like I've never been when we get to April and this season ends, I will never this will be the happiest I've ever been for a hockey season to end. It is just it has not been fun. The next two months, two to three months probably aren't gonna be much better because the team's not that great. Now we have we're back to uh, having the like the the shadow of everything going on in the organization ho- hovering over the team even more now. It's just it's going to be a miserable three to four months, and then it's going to be over, and maybe something good will happen afterwards.
2: But... It's like Kane's hurt. Him and Tame's contracts K- are coming up. Kirby uh, Doc still hasn't done anything. Uh, Mark Seth Andre Fleury's about... Go ahead. Oh, uh, Mark Andre Fleury is like a martyr. <laughs> Seth Jones <laughs> is about to get a three
1: point five million dollar raise.
0: I, I, I wish Seth Jones was a bigger problem for them. <laughs> uh, uh, Alex Debrink, it's an all-star. Yeah. all star. That's all thi- I got, man. Yeah, all,
2: He's playing all in the
3: one event that he shouldn't be, like. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. All things considered, it's like the team's not even like miserably bad now. They're just very. They're so boringly, mediocrily bad that like I don't know if that makes sense. It's just like it's just there.
0: There's no There's no. Like if you were a young and up and coming team, like you could at least like point to like two or three young guys and say, well, these guys are getting better and and that's cool. You know, yeah, and, like they, like Alistair is kind of a fully realized star at this point. Like he'll probably get better because that's just what he seems to do. I just don't know how much better he can get because he's, he's pretty much maximizing all the ability that he has already. But are there any other young guys on this team getting better? Like Kirby doc sure as hell isn't Uh Dylan well, Strong's other guys, been
2: playing pretty good. Yeah,
0: Dylan yeah. Strong's yeah. been playing well. I mean, Lucas Reichels in Rockford, so maybe if he comes up and Hagel's good, good. Hagel's good. I hey, mean, you know, the Hawks. Just, fine.
2: The Hawks don't deserve to play at the UC right now. They should be playing at that five thousand seat college <laughs> arena that the Coyotes are going to. <laughs> they're going to play at Wintrust Arena, but only no, on nights when AEW isn't there. <laughs> there, no, that's still too big. Actually, I don't that's think you can big. put hockey in there the way it's laid out.
0: Yeah, well, find all, a way.
2: Put them just, in Allstate. Them, the wolves should. Trade. You
0: know what? With the driving home on the last night, I think they could probably play on the Bishop Ford because it was pretty much an ice rink. So maybe we'll just put him out there. Fuck it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I, I think that that's enough for this topic. So uh, let's just wrap that all up. And, and we're going to talk about some other Blackhawks stuff on the other side of the timeout. Uh, it's probably not going to be much more uplifting, but maybe we'll have a little bit more fun with it than we had with all of this stuff. So come on back on the other side of this break. For that conversation. Welcome back to Musings on Madison, and as promised before the break, we wanted to dive into some other things that are certainly not as uh, as much of a downer as the topic we were talking about earlier, which was Rocky Wirtz and his town hall tirade, I guess we'll call it. Uh, But the Blackhawks are also still looking for a new GM, and the The news that just broke or was just reported within the last hour isn't going to do any wonders for anybody because uh, Mario Tirabassi over at Bleacher Nation Blackhawks tweeted that, and I probably just said his name wrong again, even though you've all just corrected me on it before we came on the air. So Mario, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But anyway, <laughs> Mario tweeted that he was listening or reading Darren Drager on insider trading and said that Peter Chiarelli is a candidate for the Blackhawks GM job. Oh my God. Haven't suffered enough.
1: It's Drager. When it comes from Friedman panic, it's a Drager.
0: I I mean, I feel like Drager's pretty reliable. Uh, He's not. He's not Elliot Friedman, but no.
1: Again, like I, I'm like, Friedman's now 2 for 2 uh he got uh Verbeek right in Anaheim if he like when he says like oh this is the favorite that's when you pay attention he has not said that about the Blackhawks yet i don't, I
0: don't believe well good i i hope to god i i i i understand like doing your due doing your due diligence making all the phone calls and all of that but i don't understand how Peter Chiarelli could possibly get another job in the NHL when all he has done in his other stops is fail? You
1: drafted
0: um, Connor
3: McDavid. I could have
0: drafted Connor McDavid. It's
3: like giving Talon uh, credit for drafting.
0: But, yeah, picking, I don't picking the number one consensus overall guy is not interesting. If, all you're telling me is that his team sucks so much that they won the draft lottery.
1: Uh, to be fair, that was the year he got there. Well, either way. That was like the first that was like the first thing he did as uh, Edmonton
0: GM. Yeah. And Mike Smith drafted Corey Crawford. So like I, I that does nothing for me. He's traded away Tyler Sagan, he's traded away Taylor Hall, he traded away Phil Kessel. Like there's
3: I, a reason he's considered a Dougie Hamilton. GM.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I just he traded away Dougie.
0: I I don't know who else did I, I like, I I've forgotten anything else that happened during the town hall session because of the whole Rocky words thing. Did names ever come up during the GM search? I feel like I should know this, but I do not.
3: No. And in fact, the only thing they said about the GM that I remember is that, um, the GM will have full power, um, and that they aren't, they like, they'd already announced this, but they definitely aren't hiring a hockey operations president to be above the GM,
1: which is uh, really bad. That's really dumb. Eh.
3: And I mean,
1: especially if you, especially if you go with Davidson, just have somebody above it.
3: That's what I would say. The only thing that Friedman has says is that Davidson seems to be like, they, they seem to be leaning towards that. Um, but they're still going to do their due diligence elsewhere. And Laz and, powers both have also echoed that so I'm like
0: I don't I don't want to completely rule out Kyle Davidson like I mean he's only been around for three he was groomed
1: he was groomed by Bowman. I do I
0: I know but what I'm saying is it's only been like three or four months so I'm not gonna completely say he sucks but uh I just with all of the elaborate things that they this thing is taking two to three months and they announce this this committee and, and all these steps they're taking, and they're gonna do all that and then just take the interim tag off Kyle Davidson. Like that just feels like a waste of a lot of time for that simple of a move. It just doesn't seem to make sense. <clears throat> so so yeah. that's that's all I got. Yeah, I just it, that just seems like a lot of effort to to promote the guy already in the room
1: especially when there's mo- probably more qualified people who are older and deserve a like Mark Hunter is still out there. Uh, there's, there's people who could absolutely be GM and like deserve a chance who are not again,
2: tainted with the stink of Sandballman. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm sorry. I was gone for a sec. I was looking something up, but uh Shiarelli also traded Chris Versteeg to the Hawks for Brandon Bunchenski. <laughs> All so. right. Well, yeah. So it just
1: turns out he was an he was he was a he was a, he was, a he was an inside he was an inside agent the entire time. He was just really bad at it because we would have we should have gotten a lot of the players.
2: And then Versteeg ended up winning the cup with the Hawks twice. The Second time he came back, he was on the All Rookie Team. That so. was yeah. That was the trade
0: way back that brought Versteeg to the organization initially. That was like a before
2: he played the NHL. Correct. Yeah, okay, he was drafted okay. by Boston.
0: That was the good Chris Versteeg trade. A few of the other yeah. ones were, were not not as receptive.
2: The other. I've seen Christopher Stieg when? score goals in the United Center for, like, four different teams. <laughs> and I'm not joking.
3: <laughs> Stieg was good in his return the second year um, until he got hurt.
0: Yeah, I... Like,
3: I mean... They didn't do up anything for him, really, did they?
0: I don't think so. I, I don't... It wasn't like the, any of the, like, the the Brandon side trades that progressively got worse over time. But...
2: Yeah, Versteak was part of that huge like, well, we can't pay you cap dump in 2010. Yeah. And Ver- then and then they just were like, well, we'll just get him back. Because the nice. go. they thought he was gonna make a lot more money. Like he looked really good as a rookie. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, In and he, he was there was one several players like got good god, his trade history on the uh hockey reference. Like oh. he was this traded to Toronto. And they got Philip Star or Victor Stahlberg out of the deal, who won a cup in the team. Then he came back to the Death. Hawks.
2: No, they went to Philly. Then he, yeah. Then he was. Th- then, then he, he went in to Philly. the Panthers.
0: And and then he was traded okay. from the Panthers back to the Hawks for Jimmy Hayes and Dylan Olson.
3: Yeah, at best you can say so, that that's, that prevented Kevin Hayes from signing. Maybe Dylan like
2: Olson fucking sucked. <laughs>
3: And so did Jimmy Hayes,
2: but yeah. Before, but Dylan also you know, played a lot heaps. of minutes in that in that Coyotes playoff series, and his legs are like cement. We can't say
0: anything bad about Jimmy Hayes. Rest in peace. I said, rest yeah, Skype. <laughs> okay, right. I, I didn't know if you did or not, Betsy. I just wanted to be <laughs> sure. I
3: was like, oh yeah, he's. I mean, but
2: sorry, nice sorry, man. Dylan Olson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure the, I'm sure Dylan's listening. Uh, the, the one thing I did want to bring up, and I don't remember if we talked about this last week or not, but. So they announced this committee, and I, there seemed to be some uh, some complaints on the internet, which, again, is a bad place to go to for information. But anyway, some complaints about having former players and Eddie Olczyk on this panel as advisors to assist in the search for the Blackhawks' next general manager. I don't think that's such an awful idea, as long as they're just part of the committee. Like, I'm sure yeah. there's – Marion Hossa was around, was in the NHL for 20 years. I'm sure he knows some things. Patrick Sharp played on, not only played in Chicago, he played on a couple different teams. Eddie Olczyk has been around the league. Like he does the Hawks games. He's a national broadcaster. I'm sure he's, he's, been had a GM. Him. he's been a GM before, even if he wasn't that successful, he has been very much involved in a lot of hockey conversations. I'm sure he has plenty of thoughts. The interesting name to me though, and he wasn't even mentioned in the press release is this Mike Ford, from Sportology. Well, Sportology is his group that he started. It's a sports executive consulting firm where he essentially gets hired by professional sports franchises when they're looking for help, when they're hiring GMs or high ranking executives. And I just thought that was a very interesting thing for the Blackhawks to do because he's very much not part of the hockey world. Like some of the places, uh, Ford has spent time as an executive with uh, the Premier League, a bunch of teams over there, including Chelsea. Uh, he he did he helped the Sacramento Kings hire their uh, GM. I don't know if the Kings are good or not. I, I haven't gotten that far in basketball yet. They're in the West. The Bulls are in the East. They're,
2: they're not really that great. Okay, but but either but that's way, because of the previous GM.
0: Okay, either way, it's just I I was encouraged by it because it's somebody from outside the hockey world. It's a new and different voice that maybe will. Talk them out of a bad decision, like I don't know Peter Chiarelli. So, did that did that name mean anything to you guys, or did anything about the Blackhawks GM search register on your radars yet?
1: I mean, Mike Ford is like, there's a ringer article about him, like yeah, him, like the the kingmaker and then the NBA, yeah. And, I, and like there was there was news like last week that the Blackhawks were looking outside of hockey for that GM candidates, and that's probably why.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't know if you need to hire a GM from outside of hockey, but just having a voice from outside of the hockey world who might have a different perspective on what makes a good general manager, I think is – I don't think it can hurt.
3: But it's the perfect example of why they shouldn't have GM and hockey ops together. You know, it hire somebody for hockey ops that's outside of hockey maybe – and then mm-hmm. hire a GM who knows their shit. It's mm-hmm. doesn't seem that hard.
2: They need to find an owner first. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: that uh, yeah that they do. Well may, maybe maybe Rocky word just goes away forever after this. He he'll he'll be the chairman in, uh, in title only. It'll be it's not big.
2: so I don't it's not so easy. Dave. We <laughs> tried not. that with Bill. <laughs> oh, <sure. laughs> I
3: mean, he literally was like, "No, I'm here to stay," or "I won't." Because somebody's asked him if he would he was going to step back, and he was like, "No."
0: It's good. Just go play with your booze, Rocky. Just leave leave us leave us alone. I'm I'm
1: pretty sure that there's been news that like when when Rocky took over the team that he gave up interests in in Binnie's to, to, because his brother was well, set to take over the Blackhawks and then he
2: he wanted the Blackhawks. Yeah, like they switched it, but the liquor distribution is so much of their money that it's like disgusting. Like they make like 99 cents to a dollar when you buy a beer at the UC
0: man that, that
2: that sounds lovely yeah i but like Shane's that, absolutely correct though that's what happened i
0: i referenced that 2015 forbes article that had them at 4.4 billion dollars and that's when the hawks were at the height of their powers and it wasn't the hawks that made them a four billion dollar name so
2: why do you think they were able to not no. do shit with the but team it, for so many years <laughs> there, there there is well there. and
1: also like the pritzker family is worth like
0: more yeah 40
1: billion yeah. dollars and, and 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 that's not that's not all jb like his sister and his brother are both really so good, maybe, rich
0: although anytime we have a government-affiliated families by hockey or by sports teams in chicago it doesn't end very well this is a chicago cubs reference for us.
2: yeah it ends with no, we
0: don't have a single cubs fan on the channel so never mind
2: i'm a divorced cubs fan basically <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: the Ricketts the, the don't get my money anymore. Fuck yeah. them. T- they took away statues I, to put a betting thing up. <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm somebody who bets all the time, but come on.
0: They could have put a, a sports book inside the United Center now. That's Fine, the way everything's going. But don't take down statues. They're, they said of, they're, but they're, they're going to put the statues back, I guess. I don't I don't care
2: good. now, but I'm just saying like <laughs> fucking like Ron Santos dead, man. How are you going to do him like that? He can't even stick up for himself. <laughs> Fuckers. Uh, I, I live in
1: St. Louis, which is a place
2: that would never do that. Yeah. and I've, be- I, I'm a, I've become a Cardinal defender. Yeah, well, the Cardinals do have done plenty of criminal things I won't get into, but fuck them, too.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. Before we get too far off the rails, he says every week, um, the All-Star game is this weekend, and it's All-Star weekend as well, not just the game. And I wanted to... Like I don't care about the all-star game. It's, it's boring. Like it's, it's a glorified uh, rad hockey session. Like no one really does anything, but I love the super skills competition. I love watching it because I think it gives you what, the way they break down the skills and, and like the, the things that they make players do that look impossible and the players do it with relative ease. It's fascinating to me to see how good these guys are at hockey. And this thing that they're doing out on the Vegas Strip, with they're gonna put up a giant wall with a bunch of cards on them, and they're gonna have guys playing blackjack. And they're, they're I think it's like you. Uh, I, I think they get five pucks to get obviously the best blackjack hand they can. Blackjack hand that they can. That that that's too many rhyming words all in one. But you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, so I'm I'm very interested in watching this. Am, uh, do any of you guys get into the super skill stuff, or is this just me?
3: I think it's cool to watch. Okay, I'm not like if, super hype about it, but
0: like I, I yeah. wouldn't go super hype. But I, I'm always we have it, it hasn't happened in a few years with all the last few years. So I always enjoy watching it because again it's it's fun to watch people be really good at things.
2: After my outburst about baseball, I don't know if that I'll have the energy to watch anything ever again. <laughs> But it definitely shows you how fucking talented these guys are. Like, I don't think some people, if you've never, and I'm not saying you have to play hockey to even recognize it, but if you've never skated or picked up a hockey stick, like, it's fucking challenging.
0: Like, uh, I—I've my experience is entirely limited to beer leagues, but, I mean, just trying to do a one-timer. Oh, my God. And then to get it like on net, like right under the bar, like Alex Brinkett does all the time, huh? I have no idea how he does it. It's wizardry.
2: I know. I sit here and talk about how guys suck. And then I'm just like thinking, <laughs> I could never do any of that stuff. It's, I mean, it's because that's what they do all day, every day. It's just practice. I,
0: I, correct. But it's just, it, it's, it's just when, when you see it, when you see the end product of all of that, it is, I think it's very trivial. So, Shay, it sounds like you may not be the biggest super skills guy. I
1: know I I am a big skill, a super skills person because it is it's insane like a lot of the stuff they've done in the past and now like they it's again it is insane at what they do but like that's how they get there is like they it, the ten thousand hour rule from Malcolm Gladwell they like, they they practice 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 throughout their entire youth and that's how they end up how
2: they that's are that's true
0: and so yeah uh, and Alex Bringett's obviously the Blackhawks only representative in the All Star game he's going to be doing I think the breakaway competition, is that what it was? Yep. Which is kind Why? Of a, which is yeah, kind of Crazy. a bummer. <laughs> I, I, I thought he would have been put, a great person for put, the the outdoor blackjack thing. Exactly. Put him in that.
2: Uh, I think uh uh I'm not really super into the all star game ever, like even all things considered, but I am a jersey nerd and I actually really like the All Star jerseys this year. They're not ugly like they've been so if anybody cares about that, they're pretty nice. <laughs> I'm not going to buy one because it's stupid, but, like, you know. You know, and
0: I haven't even seen the All Star jerseys this year, so.
2: The darks are, like, two-tone, three-tone blue, and then the Aways are white with red and black, and they're very clean and simple. But, mm-hmm. like, they were doing all that goofy shit, like, neon and all this weird, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. It just is hard to, because, like, the thing is, for me with jerseys, it's like the the thing I hate the most is when you. Ke- it's hard to look at on TV, like the, Dallas or whatever.
3: The only jersey I want to buy in the near future, and this might be weird, but I really want a old school Mighty Ducks Zegers Zegers how you say his Trevor yeah Zegers I'm always gonna pronounce things wrong, but I want his jersey so bad. Mm-hmm. I have um, I have a shirty from USA so Hmm.
2: want
0: the jersey
2: i have some pretty brutal ducks jerseys i'm not gonna lie (laughs) all 90s though
0: all right so while you guys were uh talking jerseys there i had to look up who was doing the blackjack game so the five players are or it's yeah uh nazem kadri austin matthews joe pavelski steven stamkos and brady kachuk
2: that's interesting brady kachuk yeah Brady Kachuk. It's not. A, he can't. Not a great shooter. He That's not,
3: can't.
1: Neither that that is, fight that that is Joe Pavelski. No,
3: he's not like a sharpshooter. He like his goals are like no. I can shovel into the puck well, and I can outmuscle you in front. I mean, he's got Nazem skills. Khadri's not going to fight
2: the, He's going to fight his way to Blackjack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe
3: they'll maybe they'll fight each other. Kadri's not a
2: sharpshooter either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kadri and, and Kadri just fight K- each K- other.
0: Kadri and Kachuk are going to get suspended for the All Star game because they're going to fight during this.
2: That's what's you guys remember. Do you guys remember that one year Taves didn't want to play and they suspended him two games? Well, they I mean, yeah, yeah. They,
1: they, that's become the punishment. Like,
2: but like Ovechkin, Ovechkin has been suspended. But when Taves did it, uh, my store had a twenty percent off hawk sale, just <laughs> like just the All Star weekend, just to to tell the NHL to go fuck themselves.
3: Ovechkin has uh, like he's got he's sick now. So Tom Wilson is the All Star from them. And yeah, first of all. Yeah,
0: but yeah.
3: second of all, people should look at what the card was that the caps put out because we were making fun of like Connolly for looking <laughs> like he's <laughs> twenty eight. For some, I didn't realize Tom Wilson had aged so much <laughs> and so quickly. Like, I guess being dirty does that to you. I don't know.
0: That's that's um, karma. That's that's karma catching
2: up. I feel like Connelly's Alex Ovechkin's had gray hair forever, but like he doesn't seem old because of it.
3: He's very youthful, but yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know what why they use that picture for him because Ugh. that was not a good look for Wilson. And he used to be like the one that like Tumblr girls were like, "Oh, he's so cute," and it's like, okay, but he's a jackass. So <laughs> could you not? The,
0: I'm glad. I'm glad we got the phrase Tumblr girls.
2: <laughs> i have like, like, pissed always, off. I've pissed, pissed off my fair share of Tumblr girls unintentionally in my life when that was a hockey thing.
0: Where are yeah this. And, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it usually would be like some back, like, like something where I, I wouldn't think about how, Oh, like they're just a fan of this player because of either their looks or whatever. That's which is fine. But then I would be like, this guy fucking sucks. And they'd get all mad. I'm like, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I just like, he's a bad player. <laughs> that happened to me so many times. I felt like a jerk, but I wasn't thinking.
3: Dave, if it makes you feel better now, they're Twitter girls. I mean, I know you, you keep getting kicked off Twitter, but they exist. Now. No,
2: no, that's me. No, Mills, Mills. Mills. Good.
0: Oh, Dave, sorry.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've never gotten kicked off Twitter. I actually, uh, I've gotten quite a a few interesting followers lately because of the Second City account. There's like one dude who his picture is of him on the glass with Laz holding Laz's book. (laughs) I was just like, honestly, respect. I
0: hope, I hope hope he got paid for that all right well uh I, I think we've effectively completely fallen off the rails now so uh, i guess we I guess this is where we wrap up the episode
2: and any final You guys thoughts? want to talk about that five nothing loss oh yeah
0: yeah anybody i, I didn't i didn't get to watch the game i'm so disappointed i had to watch You're it, did I See it after
3: goal two
1: so is this is this me and mill talking then <laughs> I, uh they <laughs> weren't they weren't as bad as the score indicates the- Cam Talbot just real did a really good job and Mark Rundrick Run- Flair did the exact opposite. Also, yeah, first,
2: the first uh, period, they had nothing to show for it, and that killed them. Yeah, that's Seth Jones like, that Seth Jones chance keeps I keep thinking about that chance. Like he he should have had that. Steve and I sat here and watched the game and we we're just drinking shots of Jameson. And I was like, kinda of started as I'm bummed I'm not at wrestling to turn into I'm bummed that I have to watch this game because of how bad they are. <laughs> oh they also they were it was
0: and they played the canucks monday night they lost three to one and i'm trying to remember what happened during that game no no it
1: was that, i think was i think that game was probably worse oh than yeah that was game. the one that
0: that was boring as hell they did nothing all game and then kind of murphy took a slap shot and halak either wasn't ready for it or just he just it. hadn't
3: he hadn't seen a shot in a while yeah and he, then
0: <laughs> he also hadn't played in like Three months, I think. Yeah, it, he, was, so. it was
3: stupid. He it wasn't screened. There was like nothing. He just was like, "Oh, finally a shot got through."
0: Yeah, like. And then the Friday before, they played the Avalanche, it actually, like, fell behind, made a good run of it, made it interesting, and then lost at the end. So uh,
2: that was kind of like a, there's a your Blackhawks recap. <laughs> yeah, that, that like the the the, the Avalanche one was kind of just like the Avs were kind of going into sleep mode every five minutes, and then they'd wake up and score. <laughs> Yeah. That, that was what that was.
3: They the lost to
0: somebody bad too, right? They, they lost, lost to the coyotes. coyotes.
2: It was yeah. the biggest betting upset yeah. in like 25 years by the odds.
0: Yep. Fire Bedner. Uh Fire <laughs> Bedner, Trade McKinnon, probably to the Hawks. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think remember thinking after that game, like the Hawks just aren't as good as the Avalanche is, is what we learned. <laughs> we had reconfirmed for us after that game.
2: Were they 03 and one this year against them? Yeah, something like that. And
0: oh yeah, and then they beat the hell out of the Red Wings last week. I can't remember if we recorded if before after that.
2: But that was they
3: like that game. Like there was no defense in that game. But like I don't even care because it was fun. Yeah,
0: but. yeah. Eight, eight to I will take eight to five anytime the Hawks want to play it, whether they win or they lose. Eight to five is was a hell of a lot yes. more fun than that. God, that Vancouver game. I that was one where as the game was. The further that game went, the more chores I was doing around the house with the game, less and less attention being paid to the game.
2: The, the Red it, Wings won. The, the, the Red Wings or the Canucks?
0: That was the Canucks game. The Red Wings Canucks, game was, yeah. It was in, there were 13 goals scored. I, yeah, that, that was, one was the the fun. The Red Wings game best. was
2: fun. Yeah. No, that that night I parlayed the Hawks and the Bulls, and I won both. Like, I won that. So I was super stoked that they kicked it. And it kind of didn't really kick their ass because. They scored eight and only won by three, but you take that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I would have wanted ten nothing personally against Detroit, but you what can you do?
0: Yeah, all right. Well, we uh, we wrapped up the last week of games, and then they play coming out of the All Star break. They will play next Wednesday against the Edmonton Oilers. I believe that Who game. Cares? Yeah. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that game's at home if you if you want to go. Uh, The four of us could go, and we might double the attendance there, but uh, I don't don't think that's going to happen.
2: I've been Um, thinking about doing the Nordique thing where you wear the Nordique's gear and stand up at TV timeouts and clap and protest. (laughs) Do you guys guys remember that?
0: I say that, or you could throw a jersey on the ice. Also, the game is – I lied. The game is in Edmonton. They play in Edmonton on Wednesday, and then on Saturday, they're in St. Louis, and then on Valentine's Day, they're in Winnipeg. For a nine o'clock start, so uh, so you can get your Valentine's Day dinners out of the way, and then uh, treat yourself to well, that's not treating yourself, but you can watch a Blackhawks game if you're so inclined. No, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I might. We'll see.
1: <laughs> if if you're if you're if you're single and alone with nothing else to do,
0: yeah, I
1: feel
2: seen. Maybe. Find, find something they'll else Or take a date to a Blackhawks game, and then they'll never speak to you ever again.
0: Well, it's also in Winnipeg. So if you take them to Winnipeg, they will never speak to you You, again. you
2: can't – I forgot you can't go – you can't get in there because they don't have an airport. No. They don't have an airport, but also I think they're, they're probably still strict
1: about, like, the, the border Maybe, presence.
2: but that's so – like, it depends on which part of Canada you go into. If you can find someone who will take you out into the woods and then you just drive south to Winnipeg, you're good. <laughs> all right there we go With <laughs> this mills, is a hockey podcast mills
0: mills travel tips for everyone there we go all right Can't well, fly to winnipeg <laughs> all right uh that that's gonna do it for this episode uh will we'll talk about food stuff next week uh to work that in because we're running out of time here i i guess I, I it's not really a food take this is more just a food thought of maybe maybe the next week go uh go find a local restaurant and go support it because uh, i restaurants this is always a rough time of year for them because it's after the holidays it's cold, nobody wants to go anywhere and do anything. And you know, restaurants have been hurt in general in the last two years. So yeah, find a good local spot, tip like 50%. You know, take care of your restaurants. They're they're good places to go. Um, so that's gonna do it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. We're all, well, most of us are on Twitter. I'm at DML57. Shepherd is at Shepherd Price, Mill is at Mill182. Betsy's not on Twitter, but you can find her at secondcityaki.com under the name LBR, and that's where you can find all of our stuff. Uh, we were talking about doing a mailbag episode last week uh, and then obviously shit hit the fan. So maybe we'll try that again in a few weeks or something. You can send us questions. You can send us more. I, we got some hate mail because uh, I guess some people didn't like our, our things about Rocky words, but uh, you can send us whatever you want. Secondcityhockey at gmail.com all spelled out. Uh, but thank you again for listening. Thanks to everyone for hanging out. We'll talk to you next week.